Hey, man, we are excited. Uh, we just had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you had an opportunity to be together with your family and just take some time to step back and be thankful for the things that God has brought into your life. And we are now pressing on into the second year of Time to Man Up. Again, it's hard to believe that it's been that long, uh, but we are excited about what the upcoming year holds for this ministry. Even as I was having time to reflect and just look at the logo, and, and again, shout out to Shauna Jackson for the work that she did in putting together our logo. Uh, I had a concept of Man Up that I was thinking of, and she designed it where when you look at the logo, you can look right there on the hat unless you're listening and you can't see a picture. But on the logo, uh, she put an upward arrow and a cross in the middle. And uh, that is like, it summarizes this ministry in an amazing way. And, and I'm grateful for uh, the, the creativity that God gave Shauna and the work that she did to uh, put this uh, logo together. And uh, we have just been so blessed by that. But what I want to do is, and I haven't done this since we began uh, Time to Man Up, but I want to always go back and probably more than I do, maybe two to three times a year. And I want to reflect on the foundation of Time to Man Up, the foundation of the uh, curriculum that we've put up uh, for men to use, and that's called Man Up, just Becoming the Man God Desires You to Be. And I believe that men, we would all want to be that. And with a clear look into a mirror, we realize how often we fail. But men, let me just encourage you in this. Perfection is not required. Uh Sure, we would like to be perfect. We would never like to mess up, but we are going to fail. And quite honestly, way more than we would ever want to fail, but we're going to fail. In putting together this study, Man Up, and really the catalyst for even the beginning, all the way back to the day one of Man Up Ministry, uh, which then became time to Man Up, First uh, Corinthians 16 verses 13 to 14. Uh, you will see it on the back of the shirts that we do uh, because it is foundational to time to man up. And First Corinthians 16 verse 13 to 14 says this, and, and these are the five segments here. Be watchful, number one. Stand firm in the faith, number two. Act like men, which actually becomes 1A for us. Uh, be strong. And let all that you do be done in love. Guys, those two verses that Paul writes to the church in Corinth summarize what we as men need to be doing in our lives. And beyond that informing man up, there was, well, let me just take some time, guys, to talk about these, these shields that we put together because we know that uh, walking the walk is a battle for us men. 
it, it's not for the light of heart, right? If you are going to do these five things to man up, to act like a man, uh, it doesn't come easy. And in the world that we live in, few people are cheering us on to be successful in this. Matter of fact, it would seem like the world is trying to stack the deck against us. With all of the things that are going on in this world uh, when it comes to uh, female leadership and demasculinizing the man, I mean, those things are going on. I just watched a commercial today. And again, I'm not saying I usually drive in our family, but it's just because I always have. And it's just like, it would probably be weird if, if my wife got in the driver's seat and I got in the passenger and I, she'd probably be nervous because I'd probably be really impatient in that role. Sorry. That's one of those flaws. And, uh, I watched a commercial and it was a, a family, uh, um, and, uh, I think it was a, like a, one, a grandma that was getting in with them. And the man got all the way in the back seat. Not only did he not get in the driver's seat, he didn't even get in the passenger seat. He got all the way back in the back. Now, I know we can look at that and say, don't read too much into it. He was just being kind and courteous. Uh, but when they get into their car, I feel that our world is trying to create this, that not only are you not the leader, you're not even second in command. You're all the way in the back row. And I'm sure we could go back and forth and debate that. But I believe that if you look in different aspects of our society, they are doing that to men. When we go back to days of the Cosby show, and even I'll go back to Leave it to Beaver. Some of you guys are like, I don't even know what Leave it to Beaver is. It was black and white, guys, okay? That shows how old it was. But in those shows, we saw a strong male leader who was respected by his spouse, who was respected by his children. And then there became this transition where all of a sudden the man was made fun of and made to look weak and made to look like he had no control in his home, that the wife and the children, they ran the home. And unfortunately, there are men, more than we would like to admit, that have surrendered the leadership of their home. And I don't mean authoritarian dictator leadership. I mean your role as being the head of the house. They have surrendered that to the wife and to the children. So when we look at that verse, what I like to do is we take the third concept, which is act like a man, and we call that man up. And we put that as the very first shield. And on that shield is a cross. And the reason why there is a cross on that shield, and again, this was just the concept that I came up with. If we are in battle, if we are in battle to become the men that God wants us to be, then let's put some uh, armor together, right? So the first shield has a cross on it. And the reason why is that our greatest example, men, if we want to act like men, if we want to do that, we need to know what it looks like. And I have people in my life that I can look to, to see what that looks like. But ultimately I need to look to people that are being like Christ. So the cross represents Jesus Christ. And it represents the fact that that is the foundation of what a man looks like. 
And in a bit, we're going to talk about Authentic Manhood by Robert Lewis because uh, that aspect just blows my mind. I mean, it just like, it changed my life as a man, as a husband. Uh, it was really uh, life-changing for me to understand what it looked like in that role as a man. The second shield is to be watchful. And guys, number one, we've got to be watchful for ourselves because uh, if we are going to step up, if we are going to become the men that God desires us to be, then we need to make sure that we are watchful, not only watching out for ourselves, though, but we are watching out for our spouse. If you're married, if you have children, you're watching out for your kids. And uh, if you're not married, if you don't have children, then we are still being watchful, not just for ourselves, but men, we need to be watchful for other men in the church for men in our neighborhood, even if they are not believers, we need to take that role of being watchful. And uh, there are things that we can do to step up into that role to watch out for other men. You know, a lot of times we don't like to confront other men and we would just rather let them right, go down that path. And, and I think about it this way. If you knew a bridge was out, and you knew that there was no signing letting people know, and they were driving down that road to certain death because the bridge is out. They're going to drive off the edge of it, and anyone in that car is going to die. You would do everything you could if you had to speed in your car to catch up to them, to let them know. If you were by the road flagging them down, whatever you had to do, you would do that to keep them from dying from the devastation of that wreck that would take place because the bridge is out. There are times in our lives, men, when we see other men, when we see other husbands, when we see other fathers, that they are headed down a path and the bridge is out. And we know the bridge is out. And it's like sometimes we just step back and we say, well, they'll have to learn for themselves. So we don't do anything. Let me tell you this, that's cowardly. Men, it's easy to do nothing. And that's why when we get to looking at authentic manhood, the, the first aspect of authentic manhood is reject passivity. Passivity is deadly to a man. There are so many times in life when I have observed passivity uh, among men and it drives me batty. I mean, there are times where my wife has had to hold me back because I was about ready to go up and talk to somebody that I didn't even know. And guys, this passivity, it doesn't matter whether you are a believer or not. Uh, we have to reject passivity. That's a thing that all men need to do. The issue is, is that our example of rejecting passivity is Jesus Christ. And so those that aren't believers, they don't even get the example. So we need to man up. Act like men. The second shield, it has binoculars on it. Why? Because we have to be watchful. Watchful for ourselves. Watchful for our spouse if we're married. Watchful for our children if we have children. And guys, that, that being watchful doesn't end when they leave your home. Sometimes there are opportunities where you have to speak truth into the lives of your sons and daughters, and you have to tell them, uh, here is a danger, and if you continue on this path, this is likely what is going to happen, and we need to speak that truth into their lives. 
I can already tell as we're moving on in this episode, we are going to have to turn this into two episodes or else we're going to end up long. And that's what I've been trying to avoid, but that's okay. And so we've got act like a man, be watchful. And then the third shield is this stand firm and boots on the ground, right on the shield. We've got boots and uh, in thinking through this, uh, I remember uh, when I was in high school, I was part of FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and we had this like national champion karate guy. I don't know what like type of karate, what, what, what he did, uh, but I just know that he was a national champion and our town was so happy. And uh, I mean, he was big stuff in our little town, right? Big stuff. And uh, he came, he was a believer, and he came to our FCA uh, for our monthly meeting. And uh, he was giving a demonstration and just talking about faith in Jesus Christ and how we had to stand firm. And, and, uh, you know, he talked about our stance and that our stance needs to be standing firm so that we can uh, fend off anything that comes after, after us. But then he also talked about we have to stand firm so that we can be on the offensive sometimes. And he had this big lineman, offensive lineman from the high school football team, senior. I mean, this guy was pure muscle. And he had him come up and he held this big bag in front of him. And he said, are you ready? Because I want you to make sure you stand firm. And because I'm going to kick this bag and, and it's going to push you back. And the guy was like, you know, all the, all the other people are like, oh man, I'm, I could do that. I could do that. And, you know, everybody was getting their, uh, their moxie up and bravery and like, oh, they should have called me. I could do that. Hey, there's one thing I knew I was like five, nine, five, eight. Uh, I couldn't do it. Uh, but this guy was a big lineman. I mean, he was one of the biggest guys in our FCA. And he gets up there and he gets his stance and he's got his foot back uh, further back so that he can get his stance and, and hold firm. And this guy does a little kick. I mean, doesn't even give his all into it. And it kind of tosses him back a little bit. And he says, you know, sometimes the attack is going to be light. Sometimes the attack that comes after us is going to be light. And if we're not ready, even that attack will push us back, will cause problems. And then he just fired one in. I mean, he did a kick that it almost knocked the guy down. I mean, he didn't fall down, but he, 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 fell, he fell backwards. I mean, he took steps back. And he says, and sometimes the enemy is going to come in and it's just going to slam us. And if we don't have faith in God, if our trust isn't firm in him, if we aren't standing firm in him in the faith, then it's going to throw everything off. And guys, uh, when I heard that in, I think I might've been a sophomore at the time. I think that's what I was. It really didn't mean a lot to me because I haven't had experienced a lot of life, but now that I'm uh, just turned 56, um, I understand that now because I've been through life experience where the enemy kicked real hard. And if it wasn't for faith in Jesus Christ, it probably would have crumbled me. But instead, I was able to endure to get through it. And so we need to act like men, man up. 
we need to be watchful for ourselves and for other people, and then we need to stand firm. And guys, one of the reasons we stand firm is for our own protection. Another reason we stand firm, and we always need to remember this, there are always people watching. And so what I know in life is this. I've got two sons and a daughter. And what I know is this. I want to be an example of how to be that man that stands firm in the faith to my sons. But I also want to be an example to my daughter of who she is looking for when it comes to who she will marry, who she will date. I want her to find a man that will man up, a man that will be watchful, a man that will stand firm. And then the fourth shield is this, is that we need to be strong. And the first thing I thought of when I thought of this was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? I used to always do the Hans and Franz uh, grew up a big Saturday Night Live fan, and, and my brother and I, we would always goof around doing haunts and fronts. So I was like, I got to have an arm with a big muscle on this that's properly pumped up, right? Yeah, I'm haunts and I'm fronts, and we're here to pump you up. That's right. And so uh, the force shield is being strong. And again, guys, what is, what, is, what is on the line here is not just being strong for ourselves, but we are being strong for other people. And I, I want to specifically, you know that you got to do that for your, your spouse, for your children. But guys, I want to emphasize in this episode, men, we need to be strong for other men. Because there are going to be times in our lives when other men need to be strong for us. Because you may think you're all that, you may think you've got it all together, but at some time, the enemy is going to gut punch you and he's going to knock the air out of you. And you are going to need other men to come around you and to be strong for you. Because there are going to be times when you're injured, when you're wounded and you need someone to be there for you. And so when it comes to being strong, we need to be strong, not just for ourselves, but other men who are in the battle, who are wounded, and they need help. Now, the final shield is going to be like something that for guys, it's like, oh, brother, love, right? But Paul clearly says that this fifth aspect of being the man that God desires us to be is doing everything in love. Now, the Bible tells us that uh, without love, you're like a clanging symbol. There's no real value to what you're doing. You can do all the nice things in the world, but if your motivation isn't love, if it's selfish gain or whatever, it means nothing. And so we put a heart on this shield because that is the foundation, that love that comes out of our heart, not, not out of like being fake, but being real, because there are a lot of people that tell you that they love you. And then when you need them, you look around and they are gone. And so we know that is out there and we have to recognize that as men, we need to do everything in love. So that it's not some clanging symbol with no meaning to it. So when I am 
doing things for my wife, when I'm doing things for my children, when I'm doing things for the church or for other people in my life, I need to do it with love, not with a desire of what I can get from it, but what I can give to it. And there are some people that would say, I have to give financially to the church. I have to give time to my family. Well, if that is your attitude of it, and you're just like, it's a laborious act, where is any joy going to come from that? You know, you can, you can do something nice for your wife, but if you act like it's anguish, you can spend time with your kids, but if it's not quality, if you're doing other things and you're not giving them your full attention, you haven't done it in love. So men, we need to do everything that we do in love. So in this episode, I just wanted to, and listen, if, if you want to check it out, you can get on our website at www.time2manup.com. You can get on there and check it out. We've got this curriculum, a 10-week study. What we do is we take all five aspects of what it looks like to be the man God desires us to be, and we break those down into like a 1A, 1B type of thing so that there are two sessions for each aspect of this. And we begin right in the middle with act like men, because that's the foundation. If we act like men, the next four things are more of what it looks like to act like men. Number one, act like men, be like Jesus, right? The cross that we've got on there. Number two, be watchful, be watchful for yourself, be watchful for others. That's the binoculars on the cross. Number three, stand firm. We're standing firm, not just for ourselves, but we're standing firm for other people. And the enemy is going to hit. And there are some times when we need others who will stand firm with us. And then we need to be strong. We get strong by being in the word. We get strong. You know, this isn't talking about you've got to go every night to the gym and pump iron. It's not what this is about because that has little value, but being knowing the word of God, spending time in prayer, that has great value. I mean, it's not even close, okay? You may look better if you've been at the gym for a lot, but if you're spiritually just empty, then you're weak. And so we find our strength in the word of God and studying his word and walking with him and being around other people that do the same thing, having men in our lives that invest into our lives. And that's being strong. And then the final shield, we do everything in love. Men, these five shields of what it looks like from 1 Corinthians 16 verses 13 to 14 are significant if we want to be the men God desires us to be. So again, get on the website, check, check it out. If you've got a men's ministry in your church, uh, or maybe you just have a group that meets at your home, or maybe you just want to start a group that meets at your home, this is a 10-week study that you can go through. Uh, one of my favorite chapters is when, when we look at uh, what is our kryptonite. I, I love superhero stuff. And uh, when I did the chapter on uh, what is our kryptonite, knowing what makes you weak, that's important in our lives, guys. And so check it out. Get online. Check it out. You can even online, if I've done this right, you can download session one for free. Okay. You can get on and you can download how to do a men's ministry uh the man up study, what it looks like, how to get the most out of it. Um, you can download the first session 
and that will allow you to see what it's like. And that means you already have session one and you just have to buy the next nine sessions. And uh, I think it's a great opportunity for people to get involved, to invest in men's lives. And we saw this study change the lives of men. And so I encourage you to check it out. And also, if you're looking for a Christmas gift, we've got hats, we've got shirts uh, that all have 1 Corinthians 16, 13 to 14 on it. Well, the shirts do, not the hats. And uh, if you've got a men's group and you want to get the shirts, there's even on our website where you can click on that and uh, you can pick the color shirt you want. Uh, we can put the logo and the verse on the back for you. Uh, we do need about 20 uh, shirts ordered to make it worth the ability to, uh, with all the breaks of printing, uh, to make it worth the money to, to do that. We need that. But we would love to help you get your men's ministry. Uh, you can pick your church colors, and we there's a number of colors that you can pick from there, and we would love to help you get that done. So if you'd like to do that, just reach out to me through email. So guys, again, uh, as we move toward Christmas, uh, remember this, that we have to make sure that we strive to become the men that God desires us to be. Hey, make sure you check out the next episode because I am going to talk about authentic manhood. And authentic manhood is at the foundations of who we are as men. And it is so important. And I'm so grateful for Robert Lewis. And when I first did his study, again, it changed my life in an amazing way. Guys, have a great day, and we are glad that you are with us for this episode of the Time to Man Up podcast.